This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. didn't understand that you were my Messiah, but I'll follow you now. I want to know you. God raised him from the dead. Folks, he's alive. That's not a theory. It's a reality. He's someone who will be a friend to you now, if you'll make the decision to follow him day by day. Jesus is alive. He died on a cross in our place so that we would never have to pay for our own sins. And then he defeated death forever by rising from the grave. He lives today and he desires to give us the free gift of forgiveness and a relationship. Today, Pastor Robert will give us great examples of what we have with Jesus in our lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. He says, you know, you didn't understand what you were doing, but you actually killed the originator of life. How ironic is that? He was sent to save you. He was sent to bless you, and you killed him. And you need to repent so that you can be restored. He wants you to be perfected. He wants you to be restored to that perfect, unflawed aliveness that Adam and Eve enjoyed before they fell, before they sinned. And that's possible. He describes it for us at the end of the book of Revelation when he describes all of that, 19, 20, 21 in that area. That's what he wants for you. But he says the only way that's possible is for you to repent. Now, I talked about it last week, but I think I need to talk about it again because so often, again, repentance is misunderstood. Repentance means it's a reorientation of yourself. It's a turning away. They had been so convinced that they were getting it right. They were doing their religious bit. Three times a day, they went to pray. How do we know that? Well, this is a time of prayer. They're at the temple. Stands to reason that's, you know, for most of them at least, Because that's what you did in Judaism. Three times a day, you went there. If you were in Jerusalem, you went to the temple and prayed. Three times a day, like clockwork, you recited prayers. That's what we talked about last week. The religious exercises. And this is how we do it. And this is, we know what we're doing. And we're going to, you know, and this is how we buy favor with God. And this is, we know. And, And Peter's like, no, no. You're getting it wrong. There needs to be relationship. You need to repent. You need to turn from doing it the way you've always done it. You need to turn from your memorized prayers and turn from your religious exercises. And you need to come to Jesus 
and say, I'm sorry, you died for me. I didn't understand that you were my Messiah. But I'll follow you now. I want to know you. God raised him from the dead. Folks, he's alive. That's not a theory. It's a reality. He's someone who will be a friend to you now if you'll make the decision to follow him day by day. You know, he said in Matthew 16, 24, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. You have to deny yourself. You have to stop living life on the basis of what you think's best and what you want. That self-centered lifestyle will lead you into a ditch every single time. It's going to lead you off course. It's going to lead you into problems. It's going to lead you into error. Your plans can never be perfect because you're not perfect. His plan for your life is always perfect, just as he is perfect. And what he offers you is a chance to get it right. From this day forward, he promises he will send his spirit to live within you to make you alive if you'll just come to him. And this is what Peter's telling these people. He says, you know, and look with me. Look at something here. Just leaped off the page to me as I'm studying this. Look at verse 26. He says, to you first, to Israel, to the Israelites first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus. So we're talking after the resurrection. Can you see that? To you first, God having raised up his servant, Jesus sent him to bless you. And what's the blessing? Turning away every one of you from your iniquities. Guys, we misunderstand so often the intention, the heart of God. The enemy tries to lie to us. You know, God's just holding out on you. He just wants to spoil your fun. He wants to rip you off. You know, he's just, have a good time and you can become a Christian later. No. What Peter is saying is that the blessing the blessing is in the repentance. What does that mean? Well, think about it like this. He has, on the one hand, a perfect plan for your life. Perfect, flawless. The experiences are perfectly matched to your personal design. The goals, the objectives, the relationships, the opportunities, perfectly suited to your gifts, your talents, your personality, your temperament. 30 years down the road, you're still going to be way off course. Way, way, way off course. Two years down the road, you're not enjoying the good works, the good experiences, the the things that he has planned for you. Not problem-free. I'm not presenting a, a rosy picture of life is hard. Would you rather it be hard without him or hard with him? Would you rather it be hard and imperfect and messed up or difficult, but even the difficulties perfectly suited for what he's doing and for who you are? Do you understand? The blessing is in the repentance because if your orientation is wrong, but you know, I came down from Georgia when I was probably, what, 19, 20 years old, something, I don't remember. Decided to take a uh, you know, long weekend and go to Daytona Beach and I was tired. It was at the, at the end of the day. It was a, about a six-hour drive for me and I got on the highway and I'm going and listening to my music and long before I knew the Lord, but you know, I'm just headed down here to party. And I was coming down Interstate 75, and then I, I got on uh, I-10, and I'd been driving, I don't know, three, four hours. 
I'm thinking, man, I should be seeing signs for Daytona. You know, it should be coming up here. And I, I, I realized, oh, gee, that says Tallahassee's 40 miles away. Tallahassee's on the other coast. Oh, no. <laughs> now, understand me. That sign was a huge blessing. Do you understand me? Because it would have been far worse to make it to Tallahassee and realize that I had arrived at the wrong destination. Do you understand? The blessing is in the repentance. I turned around. What a blessing to be able to do that. I made it to Daytona. Some of you won't make it to heaven if you don't turn around. The blessing is in the turning. You know, he promises us goodness and grace, the power to live a godly life, the power to be his witnesses. He promises us a perfect plan if we will turn to him in humility. If you haven't, then this is your opportunity to do that, to be blessed by God. You know, when I accepted Christ, I'd been out partying. It was a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. I'd been out drinking all night, partying. I was wasted in my car alone. And the spirit of the... And I'd never, you know, had this happen before, but I just knew it was God confronting me, confronting my foolishness, confronting my error, my wrong choices. And he said something to me that changed my life forever. He said, Robert, I did all this. You're getting it wrong. I can show you how to get it right. Why don't you let me do that? That's the message. He can show you how to get it right. Now, when God shows you the right way, it's the right way. It's the way of blessing. It's the way of fulfillment. It's not the easy way, but it's the right way. It's the way of joy. And that's what he wants for you. He wants it so much that he was willing to come and die in your place, to be judged for your imperfection, for my imperfection. He accepted upon himself that penalty. And now he offers to you a full and complete pardon. He says, I've already paid for it. The sentence was death, so I died. The pardon is available, but you have to come in humility and say, I need that. You have to deny yourself and take up your cross. And then you have to choose to follow him. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.